You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you, featuring author, speaker, and minister. Michael Nimmons. You guys, we got a great show. In store for you this week. I'm so happy that you've tuned in uh, to what we're calling Relentless. This is the theme of this week's show as we prepare for uh, the OSU MSU football game taking place in just a few hours in Columbus, Ohio. This Friday Eve, uh, we are going to be interviewing uh, star running back Elijah Collins, a member of the Spartan Dog football team. Our structure as an organization, like we, like he, he wants to be relentless, and that means everybody from the top to the bottom. So, like from the managers to the coaches, I mean, you got to be relentless at what you do. But nah, he's not accepting nothing less than that. So, it's You got to hear what I'm telling you. He said you got to be intentional and deliberate about money stuff. You got to create a product that people need, and you got to give it to them regularly. Like, thank God on Monday for the last eight years, you just got to keep giving it to them. And the first year, nothing. The second year, nothing. The third year, a little something. The fourth year, a little bit more. By the fifth year, boom, you're a household name. You got to be intentional and deliberate, whether you're making money or not making money. You got to decide that you're going to do something, and you got to do it every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday. The problem with some of you in this room, you're not intentional and deliberate. You're a good person that just hopes the good stuff is going to happen to you. season and headed to Columbus to beat OSU. That's right, guys. It's your man, Mike Nimmons of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Want to send a special shout out to Coach Mel Tucker and the MSU Spartan football team. Keep chopping. 
Let's be relentless, cause Tuck is coming. You're thinking out loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. You're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Guys, we've got a great show in store for you this week. I'm so happy that you've tuned in uh, to what we're calling Relentless. This is the theme of this week's show as we prepare for uh, the OSU-MSU football game taking place in just a few hours in Columbus, Ohio. This Friday Eve, uh, we are going to be interviewing uh, star running back Elijah Collins, a member of the Spartan Dog football team. So happy to have had him with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're sharing with you that interview in just a little bit. But before we jump into that, I do want to say this. I saw uh, as we were beginning preparations for this show, uh, I saw online where the verdict for the Kyle Rittenhouse case was handed down uh, by this um, all predominantly white jury uh, in this case. Uh, they uh, sided on sided with Kyle Rittenhouse that it was purely self-defense that he uh, took the lives of those two white uh, I think they were teenagers and wounded one uh, and uh, they acquitted him on all of the charges related to the shooting that took place in Kenosha, Wisconsin during that demonstration uh, after the death of Jacob Blake at the hands of the white police officer who shot him in the back seven times. And so I mentioned that because we talked in the last episode about this um, and it was very disappointing to hear as we prepare for this show um, and um, goes to show you that we do live in two Americas uh, where there are two different, two separate justice systems, one for whites and one for blacks. And, you know, it's just um, I'm very unfortunate uh, to hear that this young man will be walking away uh, from what he did to those uh, individuals. Those two families have lost loved ones that will never get them back. And, um, and he would not be held accountable or responsible for those deaths. And so we just want to share our thoughts about that and to the families of those who've lost those loved ones. Our thoughts and prayers are certainly with you. And uh, we are praying uh, Godspeed. And again, this is something that we have to continue to contend with as African Americans. As I said in last week's show, um, you know, Cornell West, Dr. West was right. We are in a state of perpetual mourning, and we have to find ways to uh, continue to move forward uh, in spite of what might be happening around us or what we might be faced with. But as I said, guys, we've got a great show 
in store for you and very excited about the opportunity to share this interview uh, with you and shouts out to my good friend Michelle Collins uh, who helped to set this interview up with uh, star running back Elijah Collins Spartan dog from the MSU football team and let me just say this uh, much has been said about coach Mel Tucker this week uh, there have been reports about uh, Michigan State um, preparing a uh, contract extension to the tune of $95 million for 10 years uh, for this uh, African-American coach uh, who I think is doing a phenomenal job. Uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the paperwork hasn't been signed yet, but I'm sure it will be signed very soon. Just wanted to share with you my take on it. I think that Michigan State is um, doing is due diligence to make sure they keep Mel Tucker. This is, um, uh, I think, a dynamic coach and uh, one that we definitely would, should make sure that will uh, that will be with us uh, for the the time for this time moving forward. Um, you know, we don't want any other schools to poach our coach, and I'm sure there are U of M fans that would love for him to go elsewhere. But he is here to stay. That's right, Coach Mel Tucker is here to stay and he said it and went on record saying that he never believed that Michigan State was a stepping stone but this was a destination type of job and so we're again very happy to have him with us and and have him as the head coach of the Michigan State Spartans shouts out to him and shouts out to the entire Michigan State football team uh, star running back Kenneth Walker who's a Heisman candidate and um, he they're doing a phenomenal job and um, uh, Elijah Collins speak very highly of him in his interview, which we will be sharing with you in just a little bit. In addition to our interview with uh, running back Elijah Collins, man, we've got a dynamic thought of the week from none other than Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher. Man, I'm telling you guys, uh, if you've ever heard of Eric Thomas, he is a motivational speaker par excellence. Um, he's the kind of, uh, of speaker that, re- that really gets you motivated. In fact, um, Mel Tucker almost reminds me of, of that kind. Of, of Eric Thomas because he he's the kind of coach that motivates football players, uh, but he also motivates. Uh, 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 he's also done speeches and seminars for corporate America, uh, for uh, schools, you name it. He's for churches. He's been everywhere, and if you haven't heard of Eric Thomas, then you are definitely in for a treat. And this message is entitled "You Can't Defeat Me," which is directly in line with uh, the the theme of this week's show entitled Relentless. And Relentless is uh, ironically the theme of or the mantra of the Michigan State Spartans for this football season. Relentless. They play with they are they, they play with a relentless type of attitude. They have relentless on the back of their helmets. That is their their attitude. That is what is being preached in in the uh, huddles and in the practices that they have to be relentless. They cannot let up, but they've got to continue to fight. They've got to 
and continue to 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 uh, put their head down and keep moving and keep fighting till they get the victory. And this is the kind of message that I'm sure is going to bless you. And I can't wait to share with you at the end of this week's show. Remember, guys, if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner, we would love to partner with you uh, to put your uh, products and services on a global platform. Again, the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast uh, is a uh, growing platform like many podcasts, and it's not limited by terrestrial radio, uh, by location or region, but podcasts are global and they are growing each and every week. And so if you're interested in uh, having your product or business advertised on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, shoot us a DM on our social media at TOL Radio Host MSN on Twitter or Instagram or send us an email at contact at michaelnimmons.com. We would love to partner with you to promote your business's services right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You can also check out our personal ministry website michaelnemons.com to find out what we have to offer you can listen to our podcast you can read our books you can purchase our books there as well read our blog uh, watch video of past interviews that we've had with people like Martin Luther King the third journalist Jamel Hill we, we, I'm telling you guys, we have a number of powerful interviews that we have uh, on there. Uh, rapper, uh, uh, CHH artist and rapper Mouthpiece, just to name a few, uh, on our website as well. So check it out, michaelnimmons.com. We have a lot to offer. And again, you can send us an email at contact at michaelnimmons.com. We would love to hear from you. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take a break. When we come back, we're jumping right into my interview with Elijah Collins, star running back with the Michigan State Spartans, Spartan Dog, as we get ready for the big game on tomorrow, OSU versus MSU in Columbus, Ohio. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Maya Nimmons, and I want you to listen to my dad, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., available everywhere you listen to your podcast. And now, available on the Detroit Praise Network website. You better listen to that little girl, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Are you looking for a better educational alternative for your child? One that'll help your child advance socially and academically? Your search is over. Welcome, Welcome to, to Redford, Redford Service, Service Learning, Learning Academy. Academy. We proudly offer small classroom sizes. As well as student-centered achievement and academic programs taught by experienced and caring teachers. Various after-school programs including sports, access to technology, and free transportation. Free lunch and breakfast for all students. Simply visit our website or give us a call for more information. Your, your child's future begins today. Refined, rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. 
the new michaelnimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift on us. Stop by the new michaelnimmons.com. It is sure to be a thought-provoking experience. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Emmy Award-winning journalist, Jimmy O'Hill. Have to ask ourselves, how is it that we're trying to allegedly reach racial harmony, but we want to have celebrations of racist things all the time? Again, we can't have unity unless we agree that something's bad. And we sound even more foolish by saying, oh no, but we changed the meaning. Okay, they could say the same thing in Germany about a lot of things, but you don't see it because they knew in order for real healing to take place, they had to disavow all that stuff, which is why they paid reparations to the descendants of the Jews that were killed and are. That's why they did it. Apologies don't work unless you put some level of action behind it. It's my really long-winded way of saying that when I think about the national anthem, it doesn't represent everybody. Mark Cuban knew it, he talked about it. That's why they stopped doing it. And you know what? They didn't do it for 13 games and no one noticed. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. for your business then check out dm designs need flyers t-shirts business cards or website for your business then check out dm designs the people at dm designs will get you right for your next business venture they're professional and courteous and they get the job done right every time check out the team at dm designs Give them a call today at 734-219-5266. DM Designs, bringing your imagination to life.
What is up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Lex Devine, in the building, kicking it with yours truly, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show. All right, y'all, stay tuned. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. What's up, family? It's your man, Mike Nimmons, and we are back on... Uh, banging edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I, if you know me, you know I am a Spartan for life. Uh, and I'm so, so very excited to have um, a good friend of ours on the show. And I can't wait to jump into this interview with him. Uh, he is a two-year letter winner running back for the 2021 Spartan 9-1 nine, one, nine football team. He's seen action in 23 career games, including 12 starts, has rushed for over 1,000 yards on 265 carries in his career, becoming the 46th Spartan player with over 1,000 career rushing yards. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to give a warm, thinking out loud radio show welcome to new friend of the show, MSU running back and Spartan dog, my good friend, Elijah Collins. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Elijah. I'm glad to be here, Michael. Thank you for having me. So, guys, you know I'm a big Spartan fan, and this is a big interview for me. And i um, very excited to talk to this young man who's doing big things at the at, uh, at MSU. Again, welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Um, so excited to be here. I mean, uh, it's a great opportunity to represent myself and also my team. And uh, – I'm just happy to be here, truthfully. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about how do you feel about the season, man? You guys are doing some some phenomenal things. You know, early on you probably were projected to be six and six, uh, you know, when the season started, but you know, you are now nine and one. Uh I mean, how does it feel to be nine and one at the top of the big ten? You know, looking up at uh, and 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 the future is 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 fairly bright for you guys. You know, what, how do you feel about all that? I mean, it's a tremendous feeling, truthfully. Uh, being on a team that hasn't won a lot of games previously, right? To now, like turning the corner and uh, really getting some results from like the preparation and hard work that we've been putting in. I mean, it's, I mean, it's truly something, honestly. I can imagine. I can only imagine. You know, uh, I want to start here, though, uh, because our interviews are uh, always a bit biographical before we get into the kind of the meat and potatoes of it. But, uh, you know, talking about you, Elijah Collins, as a football player, you know, when did you really realize uh, that that football was the sport for you? When did, when did you realize that that this was a game that I think I can play and, 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 and I'm good at? Uh, I believe it was in like the seventh or eighth grade. Uh, like right around that time, I had just switched over from playing uh pal football, which was in Detroit. So, right, right. He's from Detroit, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I used to play for the Northwest Cougars. Uh, big shout out to Coach Mike, Coach Courtney, and all of those guys. Coach Day, like those are my guys. Uh, they taught me a lot about football, but back then, like. It was the, it's to even go even go further back like back then playing for the Northwest Cougars down in Detroit, I mean that was something 
because before that I was just playing pick them up, mess them up. So right, right. I started playing that and like I was like playing with my older cousins. I kind of realized like I might be good at football. My mom made me play football, which then translated into me being like in the eighth grade sitting there thinking like, okay, maybe I'm kind of like, I'm kind of nice at it. I can, probably get, I, can, I can get better at it for sure with some hard work, but like uh-huh. I kind of like doing this. That's what I really knew in eighth grade, I would say. Now you said your mother, your, it was your mother yeah. who got you into football. Usually it's your, it's the father, but it was your mother that got you into football. Yeah. My mom was a big, uh, she got me into football when really I was set on playing basketball for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, my, my dad was big on basketball, so I started playing basketball, truthfully, before football. So football is kind of just a, a summer thing or, like, a thing I would do, like, when it was that season. I, like, my school didn't have a football team, so I had to wait until that season came around every year. Oh, okay. All right, all right. So you realize that you that football was the thing for you, you know, when you were younger, um, I know everybody had a favorite football player, football, uh, you know, running back. Uh, you know, mine was uh, was Barry Sanders. That was the the running back that uh, everybody wanted to be like. I mean, he was mesmerized by, you know, we would watch the losing Lions uh, just to see Barry Sanders. <laughs> and uh, now it sucks because, you know, we don't have – a star player to watch, uh, you know, yeah. the Lions lose now. But, you know, who was that player for you? Who was that that favorite uh, uh, athlete, favorite running back, favorite sports hero for you back in the day? Uh, back in the day, my uh, my dad, truthfully, oh. he's, a, he's a Detroit guy. He loves Red Wings. Okay. Packers, Pistons, like even the Lions, even though all those teams might not be the greatest. Right. But at times we have our like flash. We have we have our like moments in history. Okay. But with all that being said, like he's a hardcore Detroit friend, so it kind of like it grew on me. And so with that being said, I mean just like you, Barry Sanders was also my guy. Like I used to watch his highlights, look him up all the time. Like I even watched one of my coaches. Like I, I typed in one of my coaches now, Coach Barnett. He played against Barry Sanders, so I'm looking up that game to even to this day. So it's like. I always been a big Barry Sanders fan. Him and I would say like, of course, like Bo Jackson. Like, I mean, oh, those, yeah. those are guys. Those are guys oh, yeah, those are guys. I just like. I used to play like with, on video games with like. Like growing up, I would play video games, and these are the characters that everybody was talking about, everybody playing with. So right, right, right. That's just what it was. Yeah, man. Um, you probably can't really see this picture in the background I'm my oh, camera a little bit oh yeah yeah that's a picture that I uh I'm a little artist too I, I, okay. I have that in my background and this is a very special uh painting I did of Barry Sanders and he had a contest on Facebook and on social media period that um you know submit this submit your you know best artwork of of, of me and you could win a chance at uh, me actually signing this this picture, and oh. it turns out I was able to win the contest. And and Barry Sanders actually signed that uh wow. that that this picture up here. So it's a very uh, very special piece of sports memorabilia that I have on my wall, signed by uh, the, uh, the 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 you know perennial 
favorite running back of all time, Barry Sanders, man. I'm just that's one of my one of my pieces in my in my office. That's actually really <laughs> cool, honestly. Like I really like I remember seeing Barry Sanders for the first time. Actually uh-huh. son went to Country Day, so Right. I saw him like he was just sitting in the stands like by himself trying to be like trying to be you trying to be Barry Incognito, like, right. Yeah. So it's like I'm just like looking, I'm like, no way, that's Barry Sanders right there. I'm like, I'm like, I don't believe it. Man. It was like, nobody was coming up saying nothing, anything to him. So I'm just like, I- I'm not believing it. Like, I just that's him. It. <laughs> it was him. Right. It was him. Man, that's the kind of person he is, always humble, laid back, you know, um, and very, uh, but very, I understand, very personable when you approach him, very, uh, very accessible, not somebody to stand offish, especially with all of the, accolades and everything that accomplishments that he's he's had as a player you would think that he would be somebody that was not approachable but i i hear that he is very approachable i've had friends who've met him in person and uh and whatnot so um that's that's uh that's awesome we have we share that we have that in common uh as a as a uh as an athlete i know you guys enjoying my interview with running back and spartan dog Elijah Collins right here with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show, guys. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying chopping it up with him. You all know, again, I am a big Spartan fan. Uh, and, you know, uh, one thing I love about uh, this particular uh, football team is the coach. You know, uh, Mel Tucker has only been here for two years. In fact, probably would say maybe a year and a half because last season was kind of truncated with only – uh, six games, so it wasn't a full season, and uh, they ended up with two and four, I believe. Uh, but 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 Elijah, I want you to tell our listeners, you know, what was this? What is this this season been like playing under the leadership of a coach like Mel Tucker? Uh, it's been truthfully amazing. You know what I mean, he, a guy comes in. I mean, he's a new head coach. I mean, you don't really know what to expect. I mean. He says, like, people, coaches come in, they say one thing, and it's like, you don't really know how to believe it or, like, to, like, go with it or not. Like, right. you're just up in the air with it. But it's like, I mean, he came in, like, over the very first day. I mean, he kind of made it known that, like, he was, like, sticking with us. Like, he was here for us. So it was like, I mean, it was everything we could have asked for at that moment. And, you know, when you, when you listen to him, I so – he, he seems like a very different coach in front of the mic than he probably is behind the scenes with you all. You know, I, I follow him. He follows me on Twitter as well. And I see videos of you guys in the locker room. And, you know, he seems like a motivational speaker. I'm sure you've heard of Eric Thomas, the, the hip-hop preacher. And sometimes he sounds like that. You kind of get that vibe from him, like he's he's, um, he's motivating you guys. In addition to being just a being a head football coach, I mean, he definitely uh, you can definitely feel like the temperature or like feel like how he's feeling. Like, cause I mean, he he outwardly shows it. I mean, he lets us know just so that like he can give us the reassurance to let us know that he's like he's with us. So right before we go out and tell me and do battle with other teams, that's really what it is. Right. Right. It seems like it's, it makes a difference when the coach is not just firing you up, but you know he 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 almost you know he, he when I when I see those videos of him talking, 
you guys seem to be like tuned in, dialed in. You, you're like hanging on his every word when he says keep chopping or when he says we're taking him to the deep end. You know, how does those those sayings make you guys feel? I mean, it just it helps us like stay focused truthfully because, I mean, in the thick of it, I mean, stuff happens like in the game of football, things like plans always go one way or the other. It's like, so it's like, I mean, that's just the mantra. That's what that's how we live, truthfully. I mean, everybody right. buying in to right. it as well. So it's like, I mean, it's not just something that we say or like that we put on T-shirts or whatever. It's something that we really like truly do and live every day. Right, right, right. Well, I, I, um, I, you know, we see it on the field. I don't think you guys would be 9-1 without that kind of motivation, without that kind of uh, inspiration, without that kind of, uh, uh, influence from, uh, from him, uh, as a head coach, you know, what is, pra- what is practice like for you guys? You know, uh, I'm hearing all kinds of things. I, I, I have a friend, um, who used to play, uh, football for the Spartans and he, uh, sometimes is able to visit practices and things like that. And he says, you can't even, you, you can't walk, uh, during practice, you, everybody runs. Nobody, nobody sits down. Nobody walks. Everybody runs. And he was up there. And he felt he felt uncomfortable walking when he saw everybody, including the coaches, running. Is that is that how it is? <laughs> I mean, that's that's part of our like that's part of our I would say our structure as organization. Like we like he he wants to be relentless, and that means everybody from the top to the bottom. So like from the managers to the coaches. I mean, you got to be relentless at what you do. Like, Man. Nah, he's not accepting nothing less than that. So, I mean, that's just how it is. And you get that kind you get that feeling when you when you're watching games, man, when you guys may be down, you I'm looking at the coach and and he is like, you know, keep chopping. He's giving you guys encouragement from the sidelines. He's walking up and down the field. I know you guys. I know you guys get that sense from him, even though he's not on the field taking the snaps. You know, do you guys really feel like that your coach is as dialed into the game as you are? Oh, he's he's as dialed in, if not more. I mean, like, mm. he's in his office all the time. Like, like if you need him, I mean, you probably find him in his office. So that's that's true. <laughs> that's the truth about him. I mean, he is a guy who. You, He's going to lay it all out there for you. He's going to let you know where it is, and he's going to show you how he does it. Wow. Wow. You you had the opportunity to play under both Mark D'Antonio, legendary coach, and Coach Mel Tucker. Uh, what you share with us, what do you think are the, the, is the biggest difference in their coaching styles? I mean, when I, when I saw this question originally, I mean – I was kind of like, I didn't really know how to answer it at first because I mean, uh, two, these are two great coaches we're talking about. You got that right. You know, they both have like some similarities, of course. And it's like, like the refreshing, like trying to separate the two, I had a hard time like trying to do that because I mean, they both wanted the same thing, which was like a hard hitting, a team that wasn't going to get tired. They play smart, play fast. And I mean, at the end of the day, they also wanted good people. So it's like, I mean, with all that summing up, it's just like, with the two coaches, it's really hard to differentiate. Like, like, ah, I can't really. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's really hard. Like, like, because I mean, they both wanted similar things. Like, like, truthfully, like, 
Like after well, being, what do you after think one coaches for a good amount of time? So I kind of right. Uh, do you, you think one was harder than the other when it came to, um, you know, uh, what he demanded of what he demanded of of you as a team or a team uh, as an athlete, as a teammate, as a as a person, a football player than the other, or do you think they were both equally as demanding as head coaches? On their on their players, well, I would like to say they both were equally as demanding. Because I mean, they demanded the best from you. They didn't demand nothing less. Nothing like, less. Like they were they weren't trying to sit here and like like oh like like sugarcoat anything. They were they were straight up with you. They wasn't. I mean, they both they both coached with Coach Saban, who's they both right Coach Saban hours. So yeah. it's like, I mean, they both kind of have some things that they took away from him as well. That both make them great coaches too. So it's like it's, it's a lot. I mean, I just, I just, I'm just blessed that I'll be able to coach, be able to be coached by Coach D'Antonio and Coach Tuck. I mean, truly, it's a blessing to to have two great coaches back to back. I know sometimes, I mean, programs have dips and stuff like that. Even though we had a dip, I mean, I could still feel that same. Like we were doing the similar things as we were doing now compared to last year like it was just you feel me some stuff happened like stuff went our way this year right. rather than last year right 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 and and you are I, I agree with you 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 are you have been blessed to have um to have two great coaches and and to be uh succeeded by um uh another great coach in Mel Tucker because some programs like you said don't have that opportunity. It's like when when you transition from one great coach to the uh, to another coach, sometimes you do take a dip. Sometimes you do go backwards before you do go forward. That's why looking at uh, the 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 transition uh, from D'Antonio to Tuck, it just seems like you know, wow. I'm pin- we're pinching ourselves because this is happening so fast. Yeah, that it you know you, you don't normally see that trend. You don't normally see that in college football, where you know a team, like, well, you know, COVID. Of course, the COVID year, many people want to want to put an asterisk by that year and say, well, this this year really didn't count because you know that it was a truncated year. It wasn't a full season, and we didn't even know we were going to play. Period. Uh, so yeah, you could probably put an asterisk by that. But then for a team like Michigan State, the year prior in 2018, there were high hopes for for the for the for the program, but it, it was kind of disappointing to see how things went then. And then now you go forward in 2021 and the team is nine and one and I'm mean, gonna that's nineteen rather. Nineteen and the, the, the you go forward in twenty twenty one rather and the team is, you know, uh is 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 nine and one, and in the college football playoff conversation, and a formidable opponent for uh, for a lot of different teams out there. They, I mean, everybody's got your, you know, everybody's talking about uh, about the Spartans, uh, you know, whether it be on ESPN or Fox Sports. You got you guys on everybody's radar. So that's got to be, you know, that that's at the well, that has got to be a great feeling for the program at this point. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, the program has been through a lot. I mean, truthfully on and off the field, I mean, in all kinds of ways, 
So, I mean, for, for, for Spartan Nation, kind of like for me, like I used to watch Coach D'Antonio back, like before I came here, like in the 2013s and when me, the team was really like, really you know, chasing something. Like when Darian Harris was playing, like I really saw like a big drive in those guys. Not to say that I didn't see drive in other guys because, I mean, I definitely looked up to other teammates like Joe Bocci, Kenny Willickis, Kari, uh, Tariq Thompson. I mean, that's a, that's a list of oh, people. Oh, man, like, oh. yeah. You, you, you a student of the game, definitely. So, it's like, I mean, I looked up to those guys as well. But it's like back then, I mean, they, those guys were like, they were coming up with results. Like they were winning these championships, things that I, I personally want to do myself. So, Right. I mean, yeah, this is this is um, it, it, absolutely you you you're calling out players who who got rings, who got trophies, and yeah. and uh, who's made a name for themselves. Joe Bocci was the uh, the player that you know got that uh, block in the yeah. Rose Bowl. You know, I mean that that right there was. I wasn't in the Rose Bowl. Joe Bocci was it? Was it Joe Bocci? No. But no. I remember you're talking about when the guy jumped over the pile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't Joe Bocci? No, that wasn't Joe Bocci. Oh man, who was that? Uh um, no, nah, that was yeah, that that um forty, number forty. Yeah. Um linebacker. He was he I got was, his jersey. I'm trying to think. Ah, it's slipping my mind at the moment. <laughs> it's slipping mine too. I might have to look it up while I'm on while I'm on the interview with you. <laughs> All of that. Like watching all of that, I mean, happen. Like, like funny enough, like my girlfriend that I'm dating at the moment, she's actually went to that football game. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's like, I mean, I mean, it's just like I don't know. It's just kind of crazy how like all of this kind of stuff kind of envelops and wraps up, and here I am at Spartan. Spartan, watch that little dog. <laughs> here I am. Here I am being a Spartan myself. So. I mean, it's kind of, I just feel truly blessed. I mean, a lot of people don't get, like, the percentages of playing Division One football, I mean, it's not that great. It's it's a lot of people who wanted to be in my position. And, and it's like, I mean, I, I, I take that into account to, like, how I work out and train and stuff as well. Right. Like, it's people, it's always somebody else that's, that, could, that could be here. So it's like, why waste a day mm. or an hour or a minute, a second? Why waste anything? Wow. I know you guys are enjoying my interview with Spartan Dog running back Elijah Collins with us on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show. Guys, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're jumping into my inter- jumping back into my interview with this uh, Spartan Dog running back Elijah Collins doing great things at MSU. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Global advocate Martin Luther King III. So I I think the future is is the, the best probably is yet to come, particularly coming out of this phase right now, coming out of, you know, the last four years of being dark and desolate. I mean, the last four years, theoretically, could cause, of have caused people to, to have lost faith, particularly if, if Trump had won. I think our, we wouldn't have a democracy. 
if this man had been reelected. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons for over 20,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Tune in today. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. The people have spoken. From Minneapolis, Minnesota, to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud swag is here. T-shirts, polos, hoodies, letterman's jackets, and even face masks. All priced affordably and in a variety of colors and sizes. Just visit michaelnimmons.com to purchase your favorite Thinking Out Loud radio show swag. Get yours today and rep the show out loud. All right, guys, we are back, and I know you're enjoying my interview with Spartan Dog running back Elijah Collins with the Michigan State Spartans. That's my team, guys. Uh, you know what? I bleed green and white, and, uh, you know, I just did a show uh, last, uh, actually this week's, the last week's show, um, I did, a sh- did the show and, um, and it was, you know, me kind of catching up because I hadn't had an opportunity to do a show right after, uh, we, we, we beat those, uh, that team up the street in Ann Arbor. So I, that, that last week's show was just us coming on, kind of bragging a little bit about, about that win, uh, and, and, um, and feeling, you know, feeling, feeling good about, about beating those those uh, those guys up in Ann Arbor. So, uh, but yeah, I know you're enjoying my interview with uh, Elijah Collins, star running back with the Michigan State Spartans. Again, very happy to have him on this week's edition of uh, the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we were talking off air 
Um, Elijah, you, you recently had an injury. Um, can you tell our listeners about that? And, um, and, and, and when can we see you back on the field, uh, uh, back in the, back in, uh, in, in the game? I mean, truthfully last week I got one carry. And oh, okay. You got a carry last week. Right. I got a carry okay. last week. You know, I was out there. Okay. I got, All right. the the game, you know, it was a one of our plays. I mean, I had to pick my feet up. Like <laughs> I, I saw daylight. I was I was like, oh, I might, I might take this to the house. Okay, all um, right. Thing I know a linebacker gets bumped off. He he's falling down, wraps up my feet. I trip and fall. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, I got my feet under me. I'm like, okay, okay, like I'm good. Like let's go. Give me another. Give me another carry. Okay, like, okay. And it's like maybe thirty seconds left. I'm like, oh, the game is over. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, dang. But also, I was out there on special teams trying to just do my part, you know, like oh, okay. I mean, whatever whatever it is, like I just want to do truthfully be out there and do my part. So it's like I was on kickoff. I, I was able to make a play on kickoff as well. So, I mean, like okay. I was just trying to be effective in any possible way, truthfully. But like that injury, I mean, it was a little harder to get over. I mean, I sprained. I had sprained my ankle at the time, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like it wasn't too bad. Like I didn't tear anything or break anything. So, I mean, God blessed me with that. And it was just like I, I was. I mean, it was it was tough because I mean, like I truthfully put a lot into preparation for this season, say the least. And it's like I'm not really like doing like what exactly what I would want to do out there. But I mean, like God has a plan, so I'm not. Right. Like, I'm not like losing hope on my plan or whatever so I genuinely kind of like think like this is it was meant to happen genuinely I'm not sitting here dwelling on it or trying to be sad about it and try to like come up for like reasons why I find an excuse to like I'm just sitting here doing doing the best I can each and every day like and um and as today like I've, I've been practicing doing everything full of throttle so I mean hopefully soon but I'm gonna control what I can control and just right. keep working hard every single day Right, right, and that's and that's a great perspective to have. You seem like a, a young man that has his head on his shoulders, a good head on his shoulders, and is not, um, you know, um, uh, you know, not affected by, uh, you know, things that might be happening around you. But but you're taking it all in stride. You understand, like you said, God ha- has a plan for you, and uh, His plan is much bigger that you and I can even fathom or understand. And so um, that's, that's awesome. And to um, I, how many, how many games did you miss because of your injury? Uh, injury. I believe I missed some, the Miami, I was around the Miami game, the beginning of that week all the way until like, just up to the Michigan week, like I just, oh, I was just about right around okay. when I was just getting back into the swing of things. And I know you probably felt motivated that Michigan week to come back. Oh, I definitely <laughs> did, but I, I definitely wanted to be like at a complete hundred percent. Like, so it was like I definitely, I mean, um, and at the same time, you can't discredit the guys who've been there working the whole time, time I've been out as well. Right. So, like, I mean, those guys are those guys are doing their thing. Harold Jordan and uh, Jordan Simmons, so two of my two of my dudes. Right, 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 right. Man, but, you guys got some ballers. Man, it's a whole 
It's a whole room. I I genuinely want to call us a stable because I think we're a bunch of horses, but yeah, yeah. answer that down like it so much. <laughs> I mean, that's just me though. Man, so 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 Elijah, I want you to tell our listeners what do you think has been the secret to your team's success this year on the gridiron. Uh, as I think, as I thought about it for a good solid minute, I definitely think it's being bought in, like, to what, like, everybody wants to do, like, what we all want to do. Like, at the end of the day, like, the goal is to win games and win championships. You want to leave a legacy. You want to leave a mark. You want to – you really want to, like, be an example for other people. And it's, like, everybody's bought into that, like, from offense to defense, special teams, even the scout team players, like, watching film on how other teams run certain stuff so that we can try to replicate that during practice and go as hard as we can during practice because we know what we're doing. That's one thing uh, we've been harping on. It's like everybody, even down to second, third, fourth string, whatever string, like you have to know what the guy is doing in the game so that when your time comes, like whenever it may be, like you never know. Football is a physical sport. So like you really never know when your time may be. So you got to be always ready, always poised because when opportunity comes, you don't want to miss it. Mm. Right, right. I agree with that. I agree with that. Great, great answer, man. You know, um, and always being ready means that you have to, you have to always be thinking about the team instead of yourself. Because there, there are times I'm sure where you know you, you know you you might ask yourself, well, why am I not out there? Why you know when is it my turn? When, when is my time coming? But you have to tell yourself this is a team sport. I have to, you know, think about the team first and and myself second. And it sounds like you, like I said, you have a good head on your shoulders and and you're not thinking about yourself per se, but you're thinking about the success of the team and how you can contribute to that in some way. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, um, I want to to tell us, you know, tell us what it was like beating Michigan at home for this. And and now this the 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 game in 2020 was at at the Big House, and so we we won there several times before. But for the second time in a row under Coach Mel Tucker, and and the and eleven out of fourteen years, fourteen oh, eleven out of fourteen in the last fifteen years, man. What was it like? What was that game like? What was it like? The feeling there beating this team, who doesn't really consider you their rival, and been berating berating you and whatnot all week, the week before, and everything. What was it like beating them a couple of weeks ago? I mean. It's no better feeling, truthfully. Because, I mean, like, going to Michigan State, I mean, it's evident, like, you got some people who down the road who don't like you. So, it's like, I mean, they can say what they want to say, do what they want to do, and they always do that. And so, it's like, I mean, just, it comes with it, truthfully. Like, if you want to be a Spartan, you got to beat those teams. You got to beat that team down the road. And it's – That's it's, right. It's either a highway or no way, like, you don't take – you don't really want to take losing for an answer. And so it's like, as we prepare for that, I mean, like they do all the stuff you can put in your locker room and stuff like that. But it's like, we don't do none of that because, I mean, the best feeling is when you beat them. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure they could say the same thing. Best feeling is when you win. You have Paul. Like, so, I mean, whatever you can say, Paul means Lansing. <laughs> ah, man, I'm tell- I agree with you 100%. 100%. Because anybody who knows me knows, you know, I talk a lot of junk when it comes to Michigan State and U of M. And uh, I feel like, you know, I, 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 I consider myself like the Kevin Hart of Michigan State. Because <laughs> I can go at it with the best of them, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, whatever they got coming at me, I got some coming back, you know, uh, when it comes to, to, to jokes, when it comes to uh, whatever they got, whatever sayings they got. You know, I you know one time I said something like, you know, when y'all lose, uh, you know, which which hell is it? Is it H E L L or H A I L? You know, which one is it? <laughs> I mean, I got a bunch of them, but the feeling I know has got to be tremendous to be able to to have Paul Bunyan and the and and to be able to see that team walk off the field with their heads hung. And 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 you know, experiencing yet another loss with all of the 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 things that they've been saying about about you, a bullet bulletin board material, constantly calling us little brother and whatever, whatever. You know, I know it. They they don't seem to get it. They don't seem to get it that it's only fueled the fire you guys have for them, right? Yeah, I mean, they've been doing this like. Ever since Draymond was here, like even before Draymond, even before Draymond, right? Like, like I'm just like that's what I'm saying. Like being a Spartan, this could come with it. Like, it co- <laughs> like you got to be able, like, like we have all, we have a lot of transfers on our team, but being being truthful, like they have to buy in and realize, like this is not like one of those games where you can mess around in or you can you can just let it go to the wind. Like this 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 means something because I mean. You see what they do. You see what they say. It's, it truly means something at the end of the day. Like, you're going to count how many axes you have at the end. That's that's really what it is. You're right. And and as much as they try to say that this game does not mean anything to them, we're not, your, we're not their rival, we're not their biggest rival, we are because they haven't beaten whoever they who, – they haven't beaten OSU, which is supposed to be their biggest rival – in over a decade, and and between the two schools, we were the last one to beat Ohio State in the shoe. They haven't done that, so take it or leave it. We are, I mean, we are the school that they got to beat, you know. And they haven't done that. So, man, I I, I know how I feel. <laughs> when, 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 I know how I felt when y'all beat Michigan. So I know you guys had to be on like cloud nine that game. I mean, it was it was just surreal. I mean, the game took a lot of turns. I mean, the momentum swung up and down. But, right. Yeah. One thing that we kind of like, I mean, we ride and die with. We keep chopping. I mean, like you're gonna hear me say that a lot of times, probably in this interview. I mean, if you've been listening this entire time, but that's 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 the, that's the truth of things. I mean, you can go watch it in our film, like. It's been it's is the just the other day or might have even been today or was yesterday. Coach Doug put up a clip. It's 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 two of our players, uh, number fifteen, Angelo Gross and uh um 
Xavier Henderson is a defensive play. I mean, uh, at the at the moment, I think Noah Harvey caught, got a pass interference call, and what all you see is Xavier and, and Andrew both. They both at the same time simultaneously. Like it's just it didn't happen like by accident. It happened on purpose. Like they both were chopping right at Noah Harvey and like. The very next play, I mean, he had to pick going the other way against Maryland. So right, 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 right. I mean, it all it all really just ties in and just shows you, like, I mean, we really do this. Like, we really, we really, we really like this is what we do. We came here to like be relentless, be be like be competitors. Like, we mean, we're here. We want to, we want the ball. We want to play. Man, I know you guys are enjoying my interview with Spartan dog Elijah Collins. So happy to have him with us on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And, uh, man, you just don't know, Elijah, just how special uh, this interview is because, you know, um, I have – I'm an alum of Michigan State, but um, <clears throat> when I came up uh, at Michigan State, uh, I did know a few football players, in fact – uh, I'm not sure if you know this gentleman, former All-Pro uh, wide receiver Derek Mason. Uh, he was uh, a, a star wide receiver for the Michigan State Spartans back in the day. I think he wore number 80, number mm-hmm. 80, Derek Mason, back in the 1995, 96. I wasn't even born. I'm going to be real. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Wow. So you dated yeah. you dated me. <laughs> that's all right though. But 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 I'm just saying that that's we you know, we I bleed green and white, you know. Yeah. We we talk about players like him, Plaxico Bears and uh Lorenzo White and I mean we have uh uh Andre Rising. We have a a, a, a stable full of, of Spartan players that have made their mark uh in the league not just in college football, but in the NFL and the pros. So this interview ranks right up there, man. I've had opportunity to have Derek on with us as well, talking about his story football career as an all-pro wide receiver for uh, the Tennessee Titans, the Baltimore Ravens uh, as well. So uh, this is a, this is a great interview, man. And so, you know, talking about the media and talking about, the media's perception of the, uh, the 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 football team, you know, we've had a lot to, to deal with. So I, I want to know, and I've always been curious about this, are you guys as football players, I know how we are as fans. I mean, we're always watching ESPN, we're watching Fox Sports. That In fact, that Michigan game had both game day, ESPN game day, and they had uh, Fox's big noon kickoff there at the same time, you know, we want to know as football players, are you as dialed in to what the media is saying about your team as we are as fans? Uh, I know how I feel when they talk about us. So I, I want to know, we want to know, are you guys that dialed in as well? I mean, truthfully, we kind of, we kind of like to, what we say is block the noise out because I mean, whatever it is coming on from the outside, I mean, it's not, it's, I mean, at the moment, truthfully, it's like, we, we, we got to stay locked in and focused. Cause I mean, like, you feel me? 
what they say about the college football rankings or whatever it may be, like they're going to say that and that's their opinion. Like we, we know what's going on. I mean, we have, we, we, we know what we have to fix or like whatever needs to be done. Like we, we understand that it's very clear to us. Cause I mean, as a team, we all, we all come together as one. I mean, we represent one program, one family, and that's truly what we are. So, I mean, we don't really like, like tend to listen to the outside noise specifically because I mean, like, that's just everybody's opinion. Like we, like, like our, our, our columns is wins and losses. And I mean, truthfully, that's really it. Like mm-hmm. what the media is going to say is what they're going to say. I mean, media, media wants to sell stories and that's what the media genuinely is. They, you feel me? That's what they want to do. Right. So that being said, I mean, we kind of like want to black out the noise and focus on like what's going on inside and talk to ourselves, kind of like that inner noise and really hone in on that so that we can do the best and be the best. Right, right. And 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 I and I completely understand that, you know, because at some point you have to be able to block out uh the media, block out the the background noise in order to focus uh and maintain your focus on the game that's in front of you um and coming up. But um you know, for a football player that is say for example, you're you're preparing for a game uh and you know, all week you're preparing for this opponent, and they're in the they're they're in the forefront of your mind. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and and this is this is the team that you're preparing for. And um, when that game finally does come, and you win you win this game, um, it's it. I guess what I'm really trying to get at is it's got to be hard to just turn it turn it off because you prepared all week for the game and now you're saying that you gotta you, you only have 24 hours to you know to really celebrate and then you have to move on to the next opponent that takes a lot of discipline and it also takes a lot of discipline to back out to, to block out the the background noise as well would you agree with that oh definitely i mean it's something that i i, I hear coaches say a lot I believe it's it called the 24 hour rule. Like, I mean, you only get 24 hours to do so because I mean, that's, that's all the time you've got. Right. Cause the next day, like, I mean, your opponent's not going to wait. They're not going to give you, they're not going to give you any time truthfully to really, they don't care how fast you turn that knob. Cause I mean, when it comes Saturday, I mean, you got to show up and that's truly it. Mm. Mm. And, 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 it has to take, like you said, it has to take discipline. It has to take, um, you know, um, a great ability to, to to have some restraint. I I know as a fan, because you know, fan is short for fanatic. I mean, we we're watching highlights, you know, all week. We're watching first take. We're watching the 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 top ten plays a week on ESPN. So I I know how I acted as a fan. But as a player, are you guys watching those highlights, you know, to see if you made the the top ten plays of the week, you know, or are you watching? Uh, I know for me, uh, on on you know after the game on Saturday, I can't wait for Sunday to find out what you know where we rank, uh, at, you know, in college football. Have we moved up? Or have we moved down? You know, those types of things are what I look forward to on Sundays when it as as a fan. So for you. You know what? Are, what? Are, what are some things that either you do or you try not to do as a player to keep uh, to stay focused and to keep 
from not getting so overwhelmed with with what's happening in the media? Simply just staying staying busy and keep that work. Keep chopping, truthfully. Keep like, chopping. Keep mm. to, to continue on, like to keep working, working through it. My head's down, my nose in my notes in the film. Uh, we doing extra meetings, extra film recovery, anything extra, or I can do better. I'm trying to do that so that like I can keep myself busy doing something else rather than sitting on my phone just <laughs> worrying about what somebody else has to say about us. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense, guys. I know you're enjoying my interview with uh, this dynamic brother. Uh, Spartan dog Elijah Collins with us right here this week on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And uh, again, very excited to have him with us. You know, Elijah, I want to, uh, you to share with us, you know, I saw a video clip. I think I might have mentioned this to you on the phone uh, uh, when we first talked um, about a gentleman that uh, we're getting ready to talk about in a minute, how you were very hype about him. You know, how do you feel about Heisman Trophy candidate and teammate Kenneth Walker's chances of winning this coveted award. This guy is special. Transferred from Wake Forest, uh, just doing some phenomenal things uh, at Michigan State. Um, five touchdowns, not one, not two, not three, not four, but five touchdowns, 191-some yards, 190-some yards. It might have been 97, I think. But in, nevertheless, I think I saw a video of you at the end of the game, he was having an interview, and you you stepped in and was like, "This guy is 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 the is your Heisman Trophy winner. He's gonna win the Heisman." So I, I want you to kind of elaborate and talk a little bit about your teammate Kenneth Walker and what you think his chances are at winning the Heisman. I mean, this is a dude who I mean he puts the work in. Like like, like most people, like people they say it that's one, it's one thing to say it but it's a whole other thing when you do it and you really like embody that and it's like right. it's clear as day with Ken I mean you cut on film any game you cut on film any practice I mean it don't matter when I mean his his motor's always going so it's like for him I mean truthfully it's how bad he wanted truthfully like mm. you know I mean like he he does everything you need him to do He he's physical he runs hard I mean what else, what else what else do you want in the great back? He catches the ball pretty well. Even though we don't throw it a lot, like out to the running backs at the moment. But at the same time, he could catch very well. He does it all. I mean, he's a true he's a true running back. That's kinda of how I look at him. Like a like a like a running back, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. And and what do you think, you know, if it came down to it and you had to pick between playing in the college football playoffs or, uh, you know, Kenneth winning the Heisman, which one do you think would be the better for your program? I mean, to go back in all like history, Michigan State truly never has had uh, like a Heisman Trophy winner, truthfully. So, I mean, like him being our first, that would be a pretty big, pretty big deal, I believe. And on top of that, uh, going to the college football playoff, I mean, we were in the college football playoff before with Coach Antonio, and back when we played Alabama and things like that. So, I mean, going to that again and revisiting that and, like, making it, like, the current thing, like, it's not, like, something that has, like, because, I mean, from there till now, I mean, that's a long period of time. I mean, definitely want to, like, return Michigan State back to those days where they, 
doing some great things as a team, not just individually. I mean, we've had also we've all, we've always had great individual players, but collectively as a team, in the recent years, we haven't really put it together as much as we wanted to. Like, so I mean, truthfully, I would love to see my brother become a Heisman, but I would also love to play in a college football playoff and like been in it, like like yeah. all like. Like for, I feel like that's the greatest thing for the team, truthfully, because mm-hmm. I mean, like, there's some seniors on their team that you feel me. This is what they've wanted. This is their dream as well. So it's like, right? They 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 put a lot into this season as well. So it's like to see them playing the college football playoff. I mean, that would be pretty tremendous as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I guys, I know you're enjoying my interview with uh, Spartan Dog, running back for the Michigan State Spartans, Elijah Collins. We're gonna get ready and take. Our last break. When we come back, we're gonna jump into jump back into this interview again. I'm enjoying it. I know you are as well. We're gonna do more on the other side of the break. It's a Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show. We'll be right back. Don't 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 don't, don't, don't touch that dial. It's a Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Vision. Should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister Michael Nimmons. Vision is an insightful, thought provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision. Endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. Vision. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Refined, rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. The new MichaelNimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift on us. Stop by the new MichaelNimmons.com. It is sure to be a thought-provoking experience. Then check out DM Designs. Need flyers, t shirts, business cards, or a website for your business? Then check out DM Designs. The people at DM Designs. 
Designs will get you right for your next business venture. They're professional and courteous, and they get the job done right every time. Check out the team at DM Designs. Give them a call today at 734-219-5266. DM Designs, bringing your imagination to life. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. All right, guys. I, I'm back. We're back on the uh, this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show. And I know you're enjoying my interview with Spartan Dog, running back for the Michigan State Spartans, Elijah Collins. Again, so very happy to have had him on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, guys. And, you know, we just been chopping it up, uh, talking football, talking um, uh, Michigan State Spartans. You know, we, again, bleed green and white. And I'm a big Michigan State football fan. I love basketball as well. But uh, my love is is uh, is Big Ten football. And um, I'm just, again, very, very uh, happy to be talking to uh, the uh, running back for the Michigan State Spartans. And, you know, we talked in the last segment about how you guys deal with the media and and how you try not to allow it to, 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 to you know, interrupt your focus and to keep you um, and, and, and that you always have to maintain a certain uh, a degree of focus, especially in a game like football. Um, but you know, we talked earlier again about the, about the Michigan Wolverines and how they disrespect the Spartans year in and year out. Um, but I really want to get into uh, to that uh, in this segment because I remember, as I told you, when I was a Spartan uh, 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 early, uh, you know, back in 1995, 96, I had uh, a few friends that were players and they were real. I mean, when it came to uh, their hatred of Michigan, it was it, it it was it was very. I mean, for example, uh, I remember uh, after a Michigan game, I think they had lost, and um, in uh, the Duffy Daughtery building, uh, one of the parents came over, and their, their little son had on a Michigan uh, uh, coat. And walked in the locker room with the coat on. Do you know they they had that? They they told his whole family he had to leave. They had they couldn't have that 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 young man in the locker room. It, it was just that. It was it was just that real. I was like, wow. I mean, you told him and his family you can't come in here with that on. I mean, and actually told him to leave. So I want to know. I mean. <laughs> Uh, how do you guys again feel about the disrespect you get from that school up in Ann Arbor and its players? And really, how does it fuel you on the field? Uh, and you know, how deep does it really go? I mean, it goes back to when I mean both of these schools founded almost. I mean, like you can you can chart this all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> I mean, it's literally a statue. Like, like, I mean, we've been doing this for a long time, and just for them to kind of just say, like, 
it's nothing for real. I mean, it kind of, it kind of, you feel me? It gives you, it gets, it stands your neck hairs up, you know. It gets you, it gets you going a little bit. But it's like it's nothing. I'm gonna sit here and be like, all right. Like I'm not about to sit here and like like think about it 24 seven because I mean that's gonna take me off my focus. You get know what I'm saying? That's gonna I'm have to play with too much emotion. Too much emotion can lead right. to like penalties and stuff that's unnecessary. You know, you want to play clean, good football. Even though I mean, you probably want to hit them as hard as you can or whatever it may be. But it's like. You still want to play clean, good football. You don't want to be out there doing too much to get flags and penalties. Like that's one right. thing. You got to be disciplined when you're playing football. So, I mean, the emotion definitely does add fuel to the fire. I mean, because it's like when somebody doesn't respect you. I mean, anybody felt. I mean, anybody's felt that feeling before once or twice in their lifetime. Yeah, like, yeah. You get that sense where like they don't respect you and things like that. But I mean, we don't take it as. As most like, like I said, if they want to say, I mean, when Paul's when Paul's at home, I mean, he's at home. And he's pretty boring. <laughs> you know, his acts and everything. So it's not like uh, nah, it's, really, it's not like it's no, it's not really much there to say. Truthfully, they like they gonna say what they want to say. We gonna do what we gonna do, and that's gonna be that. And and you and you 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 really, you know, you said a whole lot without without not saying much about it at all, but. But what you said, you know, really puts it in, in, in perspective because the trophy is with us. Yeah. Um, and and if there is one game that I know that I can count on being a big game for Michigan State, it's that Michigan State-Michigan game. That, that game, regardless of, you know, what the records might be, uh, regardless of, uh, you know, how much one team talks more than the other, that game has always proven to be an epic game, uh, whether it's in, in, at East Lansing or whether it's uh, at the big house in Ann Arbor. And I'm going back. I, I remember, I think it might have been 2015 when Devin Gardner was the quarterback for the, uh, uh, yeah, for the Wolverines, mm-hmm. and it was in East Lansing. And that's when we had the no-fly zone, uh, uh, D-backs, Darquez, Denard. You had, man, you had the team there that I think he was sacked seven times. Yeah, it was. We broke that boy's spirit during that game. Oh, my God. I was watching that at home thinking to myself, whoo, I I would hate to be in his shoes. (laughs) I mean, I just go to show, like, I mean, that Spartan dog mentality has been, it's been there forever. I mean, forever. We to just keep, keep alive. I mean, we love when our Spartan dogs come back and do stuff for our program I and mean, just come talk to us genuinely. I mean, like, I see them on the sidelines. I see them in the facility. I, I mean, just seeing them around genuinely. I mean, it's, it's heartwarming because, I mean, that's, I feel like that's one thing I was kind of missing. Like, when I first got there, I mean, we didn't see too many, like, guys who came back, but, like, now it's like, I mean, everybody wants to come back. Everybody want to just rep that green and white again. So I mean, I mean, for any Spartan dog out there, I just I mean, pull up. I mean, we would love to have you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know that is that is definitely a true statement, <clears throat> and um, I I'm sure you guys feed off of that that kind of support from former players. 
you know, coming back to uh, pour into you as athletes and uh, remind you of, you know, how, uh, remind you of who you are. I, I, I think it was, um, uh, Milt, uh, no, it was, um, might've been Xavier Henderson doing a press press conference. Uh, he, he was asked about how did you guys prepare for that Michigan game? And I think he said something like Mel Tucker just set us down, put on video and film of, uh, you know, games that were played in the past and how, you know, the, how epic those games were. Throw the records out. Uh, you know, they were, you know, some were blowouts, some were nail biters. And, you know, you, you just got a great mix of of two teams battling it out on the gridiron, gridiron that one time every, uh, every season. And that's what, um, that's what he said that, 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 uh, that he did. And I know it probably really made, uh, put, put the game in perspective, especially for those who were not recruited by him. They were transfers coming from other schools that really didn't understand what that rivalry was all about. Right. Exactly. Like, like I said earlier in the, in, in the podcast, um, like those those people who are from transfer portal or from different schools, I guess they first year. I mean, you don't really know like the rivalry until I mean the game is played. Like mm-hmm. no matter where you're from, like you 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 could have lived in Michigan, and like even for me, like I lived in Michigan my whole life. Uh, I grew up watching both, but you feel me? I always was a green and white guy. Like even though my older brother went to the school down the road, I was a green and white guy. <laughs> Uh, so like for me, it's even in family, but like with that being said, like those those guys, I mean, they're from all over the place: Minnesota, uh, Tennessee, Wake Forest. So it's like just to give a few places, but like those guys, I mean, they don't they never knew this was a rivalry, or if they did, they ain't know what it was until they played that game. Like for Ken, like for I remember him telling me that he went to go watch some more highlights, like just like the day before. So it's like, for him, I mean, it's kind of surreal to go out there. I mean, to have five touchdowns. I mean, I think that's the most touchdowns ever scored against Right. Him. That was. That so was. So go out there and do what he did, I mean, it's just, I mean, it was meant to happen. I mean, this game, like you said, these are, these are big games. I mean, these these go up in history book. People remember Ken's name for a long time. Yeah. Because I mean, truthfully, like, I have friends and family that know people go to Michigan and stuff like that. Like, like I remember one of my friends talking talk to me. He was like, yeah, like, all the Michigan people were talking crazy, saying whatever at halftime. Like, they thought the game was won and it was over. Right. You should have saw a look on their faces afterwards. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just us in our, in our, in our, in our language. And, how, and that's what we do. We keep chopping regardless of the scenario. Like, we could be down 100 points. I mean, we... We keep chopping, yeah. And 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 you said something that really made me, uh, you know, made me smile when you said when you saw the the faces of those Michigan fans <laughs> at the end of the game. You know, I'm going when we went the the game that the game that it reminded me of was the trouble with the snap game mm-hmm. when when my man. Uh, recovered that fumble and yeah. ran it back for the touchdown. Before oh, yeah. that play, the cameras 
uh, had a tight picture of Desmond Howard on the sideline, smiling in the camera like wow. like this, like they have won the game. Oh my God! And I heard that after that play, he dipped out real quick. <laughs> uh, believe it. I mean, like that play specifically, it was one of the, one. Of the, I mean, it's it's like even for me, like. I've seen pictures about it. I've seen murals. I've, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen the video itself. Right. Like, I mean, plays like that remind me of keep chopping, you know, like like just little stuff like that. Because, I mean, like, what's what's the chances on the last play of the game on a punt? Ten that, seconds. You get what I'm saying? Like, what's the, ch- what's the odds of that happening? Like, like, what's really the odds? Like, it can't, it can't be that great of an odds for that. I no, mean, I mean that and play that, was special. Like I feel like I was like almost like a once in a lifetime kind of play. Like people don't make those plays that often, especially in such a type of game. Not at all. You don't see that often. That's why I was like, it's got to rank right up there at the top of uh, college football plays. You know, Michigan probably want to call it a miracle, but I mean, it, it, whether it was a miracle or not, it that play actually happened. It happened. And 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 they they dropped the ball. And what was funny to me is when it happened, you could look. They, the camera uh, had a tight shot as Jim Harbaugh. He looked like he had the sun in his eyes when he saw when he saw when he could not believe that they had because the game was won. They had the game wrapped up. The game it was, was it over. One one snap. One snap. It wasn't over. The game wasn't over. It was the game wasn't over. Well, it was yeah. The game wasn't. <laughs> everybody thought it was. I promise you. Everybody in America thought it was over. They everybody thought, in America thought, thought it was over. It, they did. They sure did. Thought it was over. I thought it was over. I was watching a game in Kentucky. Uh, I had a speaking engagement that night. That next day, and I was in a hotel with my family watching the game on a computer because I don't think they had uh, the uh, the game in Kentucky wasn't on television. So oh, wow. I was streaming it and I was like, oh my God, when that happened, I was, I went bananas. I was jumping from <laughs> bed to bed. My kids thought I was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a play that doesn't happen very often in football. No. Black no. punts punt don't happen that often in football. So, right. I mean, let alone uh, a punt mishap turned into a touchdown for the game. So, I mean, it was, it's just a, it's a moment in history. Like, 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 like what Ken did himself was a moment in history. Us winning that game is a moment in history. It's something that you feel me. Our seniors can go out with, like they can go out there and they beat Michigan this senior year. Like that's something that like, I mean, people say, or like some people, they have even beaten them all four years. I mean, it's right. Like, that's kind of like that's kind of like how much it means to some people. Was it Connor Cook who who um, Connor Cook or Kirk Cousins? I think it was either one of those who never lost to Michigan. Yeah, Might have been Kirk Cousins. Had never lost. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to think, so I don't want to get it wrong. But you are correct, though. It's one of the two. Right. I they just, never I, lost I every year, like because because it, it meant that much to them. And it's like I mean to lose four years in a row. I mean. That has, mm. I mean, that has to sting. That has to. Like, no matter, like, even if it's a rivalry or not, just losing to the same team four years in a row, I mean, that would be pretty, like, 
I don't know. <laughs> That's got a sting. And it seems like the more they lose, the louder they talk. The more they lose, the louder they talk. But that's all right. That's all right. We we we, we just keep winning. You know, they don't even know what they don't even know what Indianapolis looks like. Yeah. They don't even know what it, they don't know what it feels like to win a Big Ten championship, Big Ten title, and play yeah. on playing a Big Ten title game. They don't mm. even know what it's like. That's that's one thing I, we also want to do as well. That's one of our goals. Right. As an organization, returning to Indianapolis. I mean, it's a true destination. It's, yeah. That's somewhere you want to be. Right. You know, or late December. Or late or November or December. Exactly when, I don't know exactly when the I game I think it's December. December. Yeah. But First week in December. That's 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 definitely somewhere. That, I mean, I like, like, like you say you don't get too many chances to play there. No. Nope. the easiest to pass, definitely. So, I mean. It's the mecca. In fact, not only the Big Ten title game is going to be played there, but the national championship games are going to be played in Indianapolis. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yes. So, um, that's- CF, the college football playoffs, playoffs are going to take place in Indianapolis this oh. year. So, that's that, that makes that trip even bigger for, you know, not just the Big Ten, but for college football. Yeah. Man, it puts Big Ten in perspective, right? Well, guys, I have enjoyed my interview with Spartan Dog, running back for the Michigan State Spartans, my good friend Elijah Collins. So happy to have had you on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Uh, again, man, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I know you you probably got a lot of things uh, to do this week as you prepare to play the Ohio State Buckeyes this coming Saturday. But, um, again, thank you for taking time to be with us. We appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll definitely be praying for you, rooting for you guys this weekend. Uh, go uh, go Spartans. Let's keep this uh, – let's keep chopping. You know, we're relentless. Let's keep this thing going. <laughs> i also like to say thank you for having me on your show. I mean, it was, it was a great time. I enjoyed every second of it, truthfully. Oh, wow. Thank you. Man, that means a whole lot. I appreciate it, Elijah. Thank you, man. Thank you. (laughs) It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Spartans! What is your profession? friend I broke more soldiers than you did shouts out to coach Mel Tucker and the MSU Spartans for beating Michigan a 9-1 season and headed to Columbus to beat OSU that's right, guys. It's your man, Mike Nimmers of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Want to send a special shout-out to Coach Mel Tucker and the MSU Spartan football team. Keep chopping. Let's be relentless because Tuck is coming. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're 
You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Dr. Peniel Joseph. You don't have to be Team Malcolm or Team Martin. I think you should be both. You know, so I think the Black community needs both. I think that King is much more revolutionary and radical than the public perceives him to be. And I think Malcolm is is a much more um, brilliant and 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 um, courageous individual who can be radically pragmatic and revolutionarily pragmatic to save black lives while trying to defeat white supremacy than people give him credit for. So um, that's why I try to show Malcolm is absolutely this prosecuting attorney, but he's also a black America statesman too. He's going to the Middle East, he's going to Africa. Um, He's schooling the young Cassius Clay before he's Muhammad Ali on what Africa means, you know, what his identity means. So. I think I put them together because I thought there was much more convergence than divergence. And I think when you frame them the other way, you hurt um, understanding of the movement. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Who told you? That you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you to believe who told you that you were naked it's a dynamic empowering and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must have pastor nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the garden of eden you don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis but the discovery of the spiritual solution Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. What's cracking, Planet Earth? It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemeth. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you.
right, so here's number one. I'm, I apologize. It took a long time to get to number one. Number one, Denzel Washington, you must be very intentional and deliberate. You must be very intentional and deliberate. The stuff that you wrote down on that piece of paper is not going to happen by osmosis. You're not going to wake up one day and find a law degree. You're not just going to walk out of your house. Oh, there it is uh, with my name on it. I'm a doctor now. It suddenly appeared. It's not going to work like that. If you're married, it's not going to. If you're married, I promise you. I've been married over 26 years. If you're going to have a good relationship, you're going to have to work for it. If you have a business, you're going to have to work for it. If you have a healthy relationship with your children, but I've made up in my mind that nothing's going to stop us from having a daily relationship. I will do whatever it takes, make whatever adjustments I need to make. So it's going to be a dog fight, but I'm telling you from personal experience, you don't have to start with anything. <laughs> I'm a living example. You don't have to have anything to get started. Not even a daddy. No, I'm being real with you. Not a, not a bank account. Not a name. Not a camera. We didn't have a camera when we first started. Not even business cards. We don't, still don't have business cards. People say, how are you so successful without business cards? I don't know. We just say, here, take our number down. <laughs> if you're serious, it's here. Here's my number. Call me. So number one, you need to be very intentional and deliberate. I'm going to give you three, four things. I'm letting you go. The first one is you need to be very intentional and deliberate. And what I mean by very intentional and deliberate is, please, you have to hear this. I believe in rugby that both teams are professionals, correct? Listen to me, both teams are professional. Both guys have, you know, started young and are, they all, have, you know, are all, you know, physically able to play the game. But what happens is you have one team that's good in spurts. You have another team that's dominant. Come on, come on, hear what I'm telling you. When I say, when I say I need you to be intentional and deliberate, hear me, I want to paint the picture. You have one team that, that, that has the ability to score. They have the ability to do well. They have the ability to score on the opponent. What their challenge is, is that they can't do it. They can't sustain it. The teams that are dominant, all black dominant because they can do it from beginning to end right listen to me and they can do it team after team after team right they can do it over and over and over it, 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 they dominate because what they, they put pressure on you from the time you start to the very end like oh even when they're up they continue to dominate and your problem is you're not intentional and deliberate you wake up on monday you might be strong but by wednesday Somebody told me, E.T., it's Wednesday, it's hump day. I said, I thought every day was hump day. It's hump day. I thought, I thought Sunday was hump day. I thought Sunday is where you really get started. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? You're not intentional and deliberate. You are hoping, you are hoping that the best is going to happen to you and the best never happens to you. Listen to me very closely. As a Christian, I remember going to God and crying out and saying, I'm doing all the right stuff. I'm doing all the right stuff. I'm not hurting nobody. I'm finding folks' wallet, and I'm finding a way to get their wallet back. I'm not, I'm not disrespecting females. Like, I'm trying to do all the right stuff. Why am I broke? And God said, good, being a good person, son, has nothing to do with making money. That's absolutely, you, you're a good person, and you're going to be rewarded for that. Ask CJ, I can lose my computer, and somebody's going to send it back to me. I 
lose stuff all the time. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to lose people, but I'll lose stuff. It's like, it's not that deep. I, listen to me. I'll leave money and somebody, I'll leave money, not even in a wallet, just money sitting there. And I'll come back and somebody said, did you lose some money? I'm like, it didn't even have my name on it. Like I'm being honest, the Beats by Dre, I left him on the plane the other day, did some work, came back. I walked, I walked to, I just randomly walked up to 48, exit gate 48, randomly just walked up and said, I lost some headphones. And he said, oh, oh, are they black with red? I said, yeah. He said, I think that they're down in the security. I'm like, security? That's two miles from here. I got to catch a plane another 15 minutes. He said, oh, I'm sorry. What's your name? I said, Eric Tom. He said, oh, they're right here. We're talking about in Los Angeles, California, I randomly walk up to a gate and this guy just happens to have my. So God said to me, good stuff is always going to happen because you're going doing good stuff. Money's not going to come to you because you're not doing money stuff. Come on, you got to hear what I'm telling you. He said you got to be intentional and deliberate about money stuff. You got to create a product that people need and you got to give it to them regularly. Like, thank God on Monday for the last eight years, you just got to keep giving it to them. And the first year, nothing. The second year, nothing. The third year, a little something. The fourth year, a little bit more. By the fifth year, boom, you're a household name. You got to be intentional and deliberate, whether you're making money or not making money. You got to decide that you're going to do something and you got to do it every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday. The problem with some of you in this room, you're not intentional and deliberate. You're a good person that just hopes the good stuff is going to happen to you. So you need to be on Facebook because Facebook, they're not just good people. They do the analytics and tell you who's watching your stuff and who's not watching it. They give you the numbers. Hear what I'm saying? If you are intentional and deliberate. So I wake up every single day. See, I don't care what country I'm in. I don't care how long we've been on the flight. I don't care what our schedule is. What time do I wake up every day, see? Okay, when we were in Poland, what time did I wake up? Okay, what about England? What about Australia? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm intentional and deliberate. I don't care what time zone we are. I just sent my family the time. I'm in New Zealand. I'm looking at what time it is at home and said yesterday. I said yesterday. I like this. I need to be a bad man. I said it's yesterday. 18, negative 18 hours. I'm still getting up at the exact same time. CJ, did we work out since we've been here? Uh, we just finished working out. How long did I run on the treadmill? It, nothing changes. Nothing changes, guys. I'm very intentional. And some of you could be so, you, 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 you'd be so much better if you just didn't leave things a chance. Eric, what are you saying? I thought you were a man of faith. I am. Faith without works is dead. They kind of go together. Faith works. Not one of them by themselves don't work magically. You can't work your way to it. You can't faith your way to it. It's a beautiful blend. Of faith, I believe the plane is going to land in Australia. But I still got to get on it. <laughs> of faith, I believe that people are going to show up. Like we're taking a chance. We don't know if people are going to register and come. We're in five, we're here. We're in Melbourne. We're in Brisbane. We, we're in Perth. We're in Sydney. We don't know that people are going. We take, we bring our, I brought my wife. If I, if I crash with my wife, that's it for our leg. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? So, so faith is great. We believe we're going to get here. We believe things are going to work out, but I still got to get on a plane. I still got to land. I still got to work out. I still got to do TGIM. We still got to do the podcast. Like nothing changes because I'm in a different country and I'm in today or tomorrow. <laughs> I'm literally in tomorrow right now. 
need you to write this down. How can you be more intentional and deliberate about your life? And when you get home, you're going to answer it for me. All right. Two more things. I'm going to let you guys get out of here. I promise. I need you to be intentional and deliberate. We do. Do we do the podcast at a different time every week? Same time. Do we do thank God it's Monday on, on Wednesday? Do I do my as a preacher? Do I have my services on Thursday? Same same thing every. Come on, come on, guys. I'm not trying to make this deep. I'm trying to make this as simple as I can. When you leave this room, you're going to go to a whole nother level a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. Denzel walked in and said, 16 seconds. Principle number two, he was aware, heightened sense of awareness. You need a heightened sense of awareness. Some of you are making the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over and over and over. I need you to have a heightened sense of awareness. When he walked in the room, before he moved, he studied. And many of you in this room, you are moving and then studying. And you keep making the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. Come on, hear what I'm telling you, making the same mistakes over and over and over. And I remember crying. Why are these guys, motivational speakers, traveling all over the world? And I don't get to travel all over the world. I'm trying to do right by people. I'm speaking all over the world. What's going on? And as I looked at my, as I did my homework, I said, oh, Eric, you're doing something wrong. You are motivating and they're empowering. You're just telling your story, but you're not, you're not making the connection between their life and your story. You're not, there, there are no principles. You're, you're not, you're not principle driven. You're not, there's not enough content in that. I didn't, I didn't cry or complain. I just looked at my life and said, ET, you need to make some adjustments, but that only happens when you have a heightened sense of awareness. So do me a favor, at least an hour a day of every day, you need to be reflecting on what you're doing good and what you're not doing good. Now we can break that up if you want to, if you want to break that up into 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes for lunch, 20 minutes at night, you want to do a half hour in the morning, a half hour at night. I don't care. I just don't want you to make the same stupid mistakes over and over and over again and call it life. I don't want you to keep doing dumb stuff and say, my life is miserable. No, your life is not miserable. Your reflection time is miserable. Your ability to edit, to make adjustments, to make corrections is messed up. Did you not enjoy that powerful message from Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher? You can't defeat me. I don't care what it is today, whether you're going through health challenges, problems on your job, in the family, whatever it is, tell the enemy today, you can't defeat me. I'm not going to be defeated. I'm a winner. I'm an overcomer. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. You are a victorious person. You cannot be defeated. You going, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep chopping. I'm going to keep going until the victory is won. Big, big shout out to Elijah Collins and his entire family for giving us the opportunity to interview him on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Elijah, man, do your thing in Columbus. We'll be praying for you guys and rooting for you at the same time, hoping that uh, you upset those OSU Buckeyes and uh, keep the momentum going right on to the Big Ten title game in Indianapolis, Indiana. So we're rooting for you, praying for you and believe him that you're going to be victorious. 
And you know what, guys? It's been a while, but I think I'm going to do a live on Instagram on tomorrow evening. That's right, guys. I'm going to do a live tomorrow evening around 8 p.m. on Instagram. It's been a while. Would love to chop it up with you. You can follow us at TOL Radio Host MSN if you want to be a part of the fun, a part of the discussion. We'll be just chopping it up about the podcast, about our interview with Elijah Collins, and we might even let you in on a little secret about a guest we have coming up. So you got to tune in on tomorrow at 8 p.m. live on Instagram. That's right, guys. We looking forward to seeing you there. Again, thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Again, we call it Relentless. And we hope after listening to this week's edition that you feel that you cannot be defeated. That you have that relentless uh, attitude with bulldog tenacity. That you can accomplish and do anything. Uh, Guys, if you enjoyed this week's show, do us a favor. Wherever you listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, write a review and let others know. Uh, what's happening right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show and why you listen. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, a number of different places on social, uh, on the internet. So check us out. Just do a Google search for Thinking Out Loud radio show and you'll see where all, where everywhere you can listen to our, our, uh, our podcast, including our personal ministry website, michaelnemons.com. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-N-I-M-M-O-N-S.com. Check it out, guys. We've interviewed a number of different people, over a hundred guests over the four years that we've been doing this show. And we keep going. We're keeping it going, guys. Again, we say all the time that we give you the best minds to give to give you their best thoughts right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And well, guys, we get ready to get out of here. But always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you for listening. subscribe to the podcast to get more info about the show and the ministry visit michaelnemons.com want to book radio host michael nemons for your next special event send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com tune in every tuesday at 8 p.m for the thinking out loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you